welcome to Leap of Faith podcast. My name is Lorraine Montgomery and I'm your host. Uh, thank you for joining me today and uh, I hope you're having a good day, whatever time it is that you're uh, able to listen in on this. Um, we are uh, in chapter 9, which is episode 2.4 and um, this is still Jesus doing uh, his um, miracles and in the middle of his ministry. So um, I guess uh, I would like to start out with prayer. Sorry, a little hesitant here. Um, start with prayer and then we'll dive right into it. So Heavenly Father, we thank you for um, bringing us together today and we love you so much. We thank you for all that you provide for us and um, we're so grateful for the love you have for us. We also and especially thank you for the sacrifice of your son Jesus Christ dying on the cross for us and for the blood that he shed for us that covers all of our sins. Um, we're so thankful that you love us so much that you sent your son to do that for us because we're not worthy. Lord, I pray that this moment in time is a blessing to you and that uh, this podcast is a blessing to you and we pray that uh, it's a blessing to those that are able to listen in on it. Thank you for all that you do and all that you provide. We pray all this in your precious name. Amen. All right, let's start in with <clears throat> chapter 9, episode 2.4. And Jesus climbed into a boat and went back across the lake to his own town. Some people brought to him a paralyzed man on a mat. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralyzed man, Be encouraged, my child, your sins are forgiven. But some of the teachers of religious law said to themselves, That's blasphemy. Does he think he's God? Jesus knew what they were thinking, so he asked them, Why do you have such evil thoughts in your hearts? Is it easier to say your sins are forgiven or stand up and walk? So I will prove to you that the Son of Man has the authority on earth to forgive sins. Then Jesus turned to the paralyzed man and said, Stand up, pick up your mat, and go home. And the man jumped up and went home. Fear swept through the crowd as they saw this happen, and they praised God for giving humans such authority. As Jesus was walking along, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at his tax collector's booth. Follow me and be my disciple. Jesus said to him, so Matthew got up and followed him. Later, Matthew invited Jesus and his disciples to his home as dinner guests, along with many tax collectors and other disreputable sinners. <clears throat> but when the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, why, do, why does your teacher eat with such scum? When Jesus heard this, he said, healthy people don't need a doctor, sick people do. Then he added, now go and learn the meaning of the scripture. I want, you to, I want you to show mercy, not offer sacrifices. For I have come to call not those who think they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners. A discussion about fasting. <clears throat> One day the disciples of John the Baptist came to Jesus and asked him, Why don't your disciples fast like we do and the Pharisees do? Jesus replied, Do wedding guests mourn? while celebrating with the groom? Of course not, but someday the groom will be taken away from them and they will then they will fast. 
Besides, who would patch old clothing with new cloth? For the new patch would shrink and rip away from the old cloth, leaving an even bigger tear than before. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins, for the old skins would burst from the pressure, spilling the wine and ruining the skins. New wine is stored in new wineskins so, so that both are preserved. As Jesus was saying this, the leaders of a synagogue came, the leader of a synagogue came and knelt before him. My daughter has just died, he said, but you can bring her back to life again if you just come and lay your hands on her. So Jesus and his disciples got up and went with him. Just then, a woman who had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding came up behind him. She touched the fringe of his robe, for she thought, if I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. Jesus turned around, and when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be encouraged. Your faith has made you well. And the woman was healed at that moment. When Jesus arrived at the official's home, he saw the noisy crowd and heard the funeral music. Get out, he told them. The girl isn't dead. She's only asleep. But the crowd laughed at him. After the crowd was put outside, however, Jesus went in and took the girl by the hand, and she stood up. The report of this miracle swept through the entire countryside. Jesus heals the blind. After Jesus left the girl's home, two blind men followed along behind him, shouting, Son of David, have mercy on us. They went right into the house where he was staying, and Jesus asked them, Do you believe I can make you see? Yes, Lord, they told him, we do. Then he touched their eyes and said, Because of your faith, it will happen. Then their eyes were opened, and they could see. Jesus sternly warned them, Don't tell anyone about this. But instead, they went out and spread his fame all over the region. When they left, a demon-possessed man who couldn't speak was brought to Jesus. So Jesus cast out the demon, and then the man began to speak. <clears throat> the crowds were amazed. Nothing like this has ever happened in Israel, they exclaimed. But the Pharisees said, he can cast out demons because he is empowered by the, by the prince of demons. Jesus um, the need for workers, sorry. Jesus traveled through all the towns and villages of that area, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. And he healed every kind of disease and illness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were confused and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. He said to his disciples, the harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more workers into his fields. All right, so a couple of things I underlined. Um, in verse 1, I underlined um, some people brought to him a paralyzed man on a mat. And he said, simply be encouraged, my child, your sins are forgiven. Um, the teachers of religious law, the Pharisees, um, were you know, thinking this is blasphemy, this is, you know, who, who is he to, to be able to say your sins are forgiven? Only God can do that. And Jesus knew, and he said, you know, why do you have such evil thoughts in your heart? Is it easier to say your sins are forgiven or stand up and walk? So to prove it, he, um, you know, 
turned to the paralyzed man and said, stand up and pick up your mat and go home. And the man jumped up and went home immediately. So, you know, to prove to the Pharisees that, you know, he was God and that he can not only forgive sins, but he can also heal the sick. And then it goes into um, Jesus calls Matthew, <clears throat> which I think I said in the beginning of this um, reading, at the beginning of this, not this chapter, but a couple of episodes ago. I think I mentioned um, that Matthew is a tax collector. Um, and they were considered, obviously, um, scum, you know, and, and not good people. As Jesus was walking along, he saw a man named Matthew sitting in his tax collector's booth. Following me, follow me and be my disciple, Jesus said to him. So Matthew got up and followed him. He didn't wait. He just went and did it immediately. You know, he didn't think about it. Later, Matthew invited Jesus and his disciples to his home as dinner guests, along with many tax collectors and other disreputable sinners. But when the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, why does your teacher eat with such scum? And when Jesus heard this, you know, he's like, well, healthy people don't go see a doctor. The sick people go see a doctor. And so sinners are going to go to be healed from their sins and forgiven. And that's the reason why he came. Um, I also noted, I noted, notated down in 19, um, then a woman who had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding came up behind him. She touched the fringe of his robe because she thought, if I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. I mean, she just wanted to touch his robe. She didn't want to be touched by him. She, she thought she was so unworthy that she, all she had to do was just touch his robe. And Jesus was like, you know, you have such great faith that it, all it takes is that. And he healed her. Um, and it was in that in, in that moment. It wasn't, you know, later on. So everything is done in the moment. Um, there's no delays because I think Jesus knows uh, that his time is so limited. Um, and then I notated uh, when after Jesus heals the blind men, he says, don't tell anyone about this. I don't know why he says that. I think he's, you know, maybe reverse psychology because they went and instead they went out and spread his fame all over the region and everybody was thinking oh my gosh this has never happened here before and of course the pharisees are claiming that you know jesus is demon possessed and you know empowered by the prince of demons satan obviously um and then last uh i notated 36 when he saw the crowds he had compassion on them because they were confused and helpless like sheep Without a shepherd, he said to his disciples, the harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more workers into the fields. That's us. That's God putting, uh, you know, Jesus telling us we're the workers. We're the ones that are supposed to be out there spreading the good news. And so he's putting that charge in, into our hearts and into our lives. And so that's it for today. Um good chapter a lot of good stuff um i hope that uh you were able to read along or listen um to this and i hope that uh you got out of it as much as i do i get a, a more more meaning every time i open up my bible so um so with that said uh as i always do every day um 
if there is somebody out there who has not made a decision for Christ and is praying about it and uh, first of all I hope that you are uh, part of a church if you haven't found a church home you should uh, find a church home wherever you are um, and get involved uh, and so with that said uh, if you haven't made a choice for Jesus and this is your moment that you would like to do that I'm going to say the prayer and um, and hopefully you you become a believer in Christ Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son Jesus. It's his perfect blood that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, thank you. So if you just said that prayer for the first time, and... Uh, you uh, are now welcome into the kingdom of heaven and into the uh, brotherhood of, and sisterhood of uh, Christ. So, uh, yay! Um, so that concludes uh, this podcast, um, and hopefully uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Um, same bat time, same bat channel. God bless you and have a good day.